The smog in Mushtala tasted of tar and ashes. It tasted like the war. Mushtala was nearly a thousand miles from the front, but the organic filter surrounding the city couldn't keep out the yeasty stink of spent bursts and burning flesh blowing in from the desert. Nix pulled on a pair of goggles and stepped over a dead raven. Dusty feathers, dog shit, and edible receipts clogged the gutters. Ahead of her, the pale, stupid-looking Rastegan kid she was charged with keeping alive made her way down the crowded sidewalk, swinging her shopping bags ahead of her. Her name was Mercia, and she was daughter to the Rastegan ambassador to Nasheen. The ambassador's kid covered her hair like most Rastegans, though on choking days like this one, most everyone did. Mercia had big, dark eyes and a flat nose like her mother's that gave her a distinctly foreign profile. The rest of her was awkward and gangly. Her hips were so bony she could have forced her way through the crowd without the bags. Rich Rastegan girls were all too skinny. Nix moved around a tangle of women dancing outside a cantina blaring southern beat music. The tangy smell of oranges and saffron wafted out over the sidewalk. Nix kept track of the time by counting the number of wasp, locust, and red beetle swarms buzzing by, delivering messages of a far higher caliber than she'd been entrusted with in years. A bedraggled young vendor sat at the corner on a mat, holding up a paint-your-own-prayer rug sign in one hand and a jar of zygotes covered in a sheen of ice flies in the other. Nix's footsteps slowed as she passed. If she'd still been a bloodletting beldame, she'd have chopped off the woman's head and collected the inevitable bounty on her. These days, women selling illegal genetic goods were policed solely by beldames. There was a time when the vendor would have been spooked at Nix's approach. Nix had been better dressed, better armed, and better supported once— running with her Beldam sisters instead of a cocky boy shifter and reformed venom addict. Now, instead of collecting blood debt, she was babysitting diplomats and cutting up petty debtors when the first families paid her in hard currency. It felt more honest, but a lot less honorable. The woman shoved the jar of zygotes at her. Ten hours of viability left, the woman babbled. Good price in the pits for these. Fuck off, Nick said, or I'll call the Beldams. Invoking their name produced the desired effect. The woman's eyes got wide. She jerked away from Nick's and collected up her illegal genetic material and her prayer rugs, then disappeared quickly and quietly down an alley. Nix looked up to see Mercia stepping into the doorway of a boutique selling conservative swimwear with tunics and hoods, oblivious of her spat with the vendor. Nick slowed down. They were already in a better part of town than Nix was used to, illegal merchants aside. With her whip at her hip and the hilt of a sword sticking up from a slit in the back of her burnoose, she looked about like what she was. A bounty hunter, a mercenary, a bodyguard. Somebody hard up and dishonorable, like a woman just discharged from the front. Nix leaned against an unguarded backy, real risky leaving them untended, to ease some of the pain in her back and knees.